What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. To the 94th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, coming at you loud and clear from the Wampa Cave this week. Ooh. I'm here with my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink? Well, not a whole heck of a lot. I am sitting here uh, ready to chat some swaga. Episode 94. God, we've been doing this a long time now. Um... Yeah, so I am ready to get punished, talk about some nonsense. Uh, but before. It sounded bef- terrible. But <laughs> before ready to get we get into that, uh, yeah, well, you know. Um, we want to talk about your lack of tool knowledge. This is a, uh, this is what we would call a social problem. Um, because I uh, I decided to expand upon that because apparently I noticed. throughout this week, lots of people have decided that they wanted to comment on the tool thing. I know who they are and I know, you know, what they are. I just have never listened to them. And with so many bands out there, they're one of the ones that I just haven't gone to. So I want I listed off some things, other things about me that people might not like. So. I've got a list of about five or six things here I wanted to go over. So, here you go. All right. All right. So, number one, I don't like the Lord of the Rings series. I I don't have a big issue with that. At all. It's just so long. Like, the character, the the characters, the world is fine and it's engaging, but three-hour movies are just... I cannot sit through those things. I don't have an issue with three-hour movies. I just don't find that one entirely all that engaging. Like, there are good parts and a couple good movies, but it's just, it's overrated by a little bit, in my opinion. Okay, so you got that one, right? And then the other one, next one, Harry Potter was the bane of my existence growing up, so I kind of don't like it either. I know that will make some... uh, Harry Potter fans upset. I don't know how many of those will be in uh, in our podcast chat, but uh, yeah, Harry Potter. Bleh. I've I can tell. I can't. I've only seen the first movie. That is it. So I I am incredibly ignorant whenever it comes to Harry Potter, which I am okay with. I cannot tell you how many times I've gone to a checkout counter, handed them my debit card, 
and had them ask me if I was going to name my son Harry. <laughs> if you know me personally, you know why that's annoying. So that's number two. Number. By the way, I have two kids, both not named Harry. So, or two boys, both named not Harry. So Never thought uh, about that. For the ladies out there, I think Beyonce is overrated, okay? Nobody likes Beyonce. Oh, here's a fun one. I think Boba Fett is pretty much worthless in the original trilogy. I don't think he does anything. I don't think he's exciting, and I don't understand why everyone loves him so much. And he died so Dude, he has a jetpack. I there are cool things about him, and I'm sure that like the the legends books and all that stuff added on to the movies make him even cooler. But Boba Fett as a character in the original trilogies, meh. Mm. And uh, let's the last one. My favorite Star Wars movie is a prequel. So if there's there's some fun it, facts for you. If it's Episode Three, that's fine because. It does have the best lightsaber battle in Star Wars, so. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. That's why I like Revenge of the Sith the best. Not to mention just the final conclusion of the Anakin Kenobi stuff. Everything. That last scene is just amazing. You could probably throw away the rest of that movie and it would still be my favorite part of the movie or the series. So, yeah. Cool. Um, all right. So I I figured out this week, actually I figured out last week that the sultry female is sneaky. (laughs) That she is. You know what I'm talking about. So last week we did. I know full well. (laughs) Last week we did the podcast on Thursday. Little did I know that there was a specific reason why we were doing it on Thursday. And, um. So, for my birthday, the Soldier Female bought us tickets to go see Impractical Jokers, which, if you don't watch the show Impractical Jokers, you <laughs> absolutely must. Because it, it is the best show on TV, and it's not even close, in my opinion. So, um, we went and watched them live. They were live in OKC last, uh, last Friday, and it was absolutely awesome. They were fantastic, and... Uh, that was a lot of fun. But apparently, in order to make sure that the podcast happened on Thursday, she knew very little about Dan. Very, very little. But just <laughs> enough to be able to stalk you on Facebook, message you, and make sure that the podcast was planned for Thursday. It was I, That was a, a message out of nowhere. And I'm like, ooh, I like sneaky. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> it worked yeah. out very well. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, like I said, if you don't watch that show, go watch it. You won't regret it. I've been watching it since season one. Hilarious! I love it. Every I think episode. I started watch watching it like season three, but I'm pretty sure I've seen every episode at this point. I I'm pretty sure there's a moment where I am crying from laughing so hard every episode. <laughs> She's got a tattoo of a Caesar salad on her neck. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Oh, you'll hear it again. Believe me. 
Hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> we had, we had a couple new Patreons here recently. Uh, big shout out to Z Splash and STL Brews, uh, who became Patreons. We really appreciate it. Um, something that's really exciting. I think we finally got the uh, the Patreon bot fixed in our Discord channel. So. You know, if you become Patreon, you should automatically get those, whether, rather than having to, you know, pester me or Dan about the fact that you don't have permission to those. Uh, I think everybody should have permission to that. So if you're a Patreon and you don't have access to that chat, let us know and we'll get that fixed. Sounds good to me. That's pretty, that's pretty uh, awesome because I know for a fact... Up until now, there were some patrons without their patron status in Discord. So, and and it's hard to track down who it is and who doesn't have it. So, it'd be nice for that to work. So, there's yeah. that. Indeed. And one other thing is, when we got all the patrons last week, we forgot. I don't know what happened. Somehow, the name uh, didn't get put in. Missed a message or something. But Leora, I, I'm totally gonna butcher this. Leora and Dathine, I think I'm glad that's right. you said it, not me. Leora and Dathine, I that's what I'm going with. Um, also, another Patreon subscriber that we somehow missed last week, so we apologize. It's um, it, it's almost sounds like a uh, Lord of the Rings character. Hey, it kind of does, don't it? <laughs> you will not so, be happy with me. Uh, this next thing kind of reminded me of something completely different. I just traded Todd Gurley in my Dynasty Fantasy Football League this week. You did what now? I traded Todd Gurley. Oh. I about cried. I'm pretty sure that Rams team is, is going to just fall apart next year. So maybe a good thing. I, no, I don't think so. But I, I got a lot. <laughs> Too many egos forward. on one team. Good luck with that. Yeah, we'll see. I well, Todd Gurley's incredible. Anyway, uh, so we wanted to give a big shout out to Royal Blue of the Order. Uh, they need some help. Um, I think I think they're doing a tier four Sith raid right now. Um, so if you're in that one million GP range and you need a new home, uh, hit us up. Let us know. I think they have five spots available. Uh, we'd like to go ahead and work on getting them filled up. Uh, so, yeah, if you need a new home, let us know. Yep, let us know. Find us on uh, on Discord. All our names are right there on Twitch if you're watching. So, if not, go to our Discord channel and you can find us in there. Indeed. So. Now, we're about to get into something that was uh, recorded with our lovely, or with my lovely microphone from Blue Designs, uh, and if you... Mine was last week. Your, yours was last week, but yeah, so uh, I use my amazing Blue Designs microphone to record what we're about to play here in a second, and uh, yeah, so if you need a microphone, headphones, whatever, make sure you go to bluedesigns.com. Use promo code SOPOD and you can go get 20% off of your stuff, you know, because it's kind of amazing. Now, someone has been very bad. 
bad at trivia. It's time for that naughty boy to get punished. I want you to just grab me and take me. Why did the young Gamorrean guard not pursue a better career than pizza delivery? He could only get a job at the hut. Misa <laughs> love boomboxes. And it makes my polka throb with arousal. <laughs> you ready for this? Every time I hear every time I hear chicken erotica, it's just great. All right, um, I am 100% ready. Um, I hope everyone else is. By the way, Chicken Erotica, episode 70 towards the end, if you haven't heard it. Anyway, that's beside the point. <laughs> we talked about that this week in chat, and I just I knew what it was. So I'm going to throw it out there. All right, are you ready? I'm, I'm so ready. All right. Early in the meta, rising up the ranks. Say to me up that Palpatine, and I'll shock those RJ teams. Got to find a new team to get some Treyer shots. I bet this is the reason why my crystal's all gone. I've got a stick holding Yoda, and he can heal the team. And I can do a raid like a radio edit. Right. <laughs> Meta is too short, so love the one you got. Cause Trey is here and isolation's coming. Never start on heroics, do your very best. Never add on shoe first without no leather vest. Ask for some gear, take a couple pieces from me. Ask for a boombox, gave them all the charity. R2T is what I got, trees within my reach, and the SO style so straight from Weekend Punk. A podcast listener's gonna get what they deserve. You try and test that, you're bound to get nerfed. Hunt is what I got, you'll start a riot. You'll feel it when Trey gets unlocked. Viagra Hunt <laughs> is what I found. So many crystals spin home. Viagra Hunt is what I found. <laughs> there you go. Oh man. Oh. oh. I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Glad you enjoyed and the re- it. And the, and the reactions in chat <laughs> are pretty classic. And my eyes are watering. <laughs> It's it's ri- I can't tell you how hard it is because I can't figure out a, how to mute my microphone to not laugh out loud and have that go flying through. Oh God, that was tough. That was that was that was well written, very well. Thank you. <laughs> all right, all right. Settle down, settle down. Glad it was painful for some of you guys. <laughs> Uh, this is why we call it a punishment. That's the whole point. <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Um. Uh. Okay, bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> oh. All right. So, Wink. Besides recording that amazing punishment parody, 
What else did you do this week? Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? All right, so uh, this week, uh, arena, not, 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 not so well. It's been, it's been a little brutal, to say the least. Uh, I don't know. I'm about to have to make a very serious change because it is not going well. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm still using RJT BB-8 R2D2 with General Kenobi and Hermit Yoda, and I like. It was going great at the beginning of the week. I was autoing Emperor Palpatine teams, but now I can't beat them at all. It's really weird. I have no idea what isn't happened. That, isn't that weird? Because it's it, you got to wonder if they changed the mod somewhere or what. Because I, that happens to me all the time. I see an Emperor Palpatine team. Well, back when I was running RJT, I'd see a Palpatine team that I could beat easily the day before once or twice, and then I just the floor mopped with me. It's so obnoxious. Hmm. Interesting. What What are you running? What am I running now? Oh, we'll yeah. get into that. Okay. Not um, RJT, so. Well, that's probably smart. Uh, because, eh, you know, it's, it's not great. But... I did finish Scimitar. I got Death Trooper to gear 12, which is kind of awesome. I've kind of worked on my ships a little bit more this week. I've been finishing pretty high in ship arena, so that's kind of... That's been useful. I uh, I threw the rest of gear on First Order TIE Pilot, so he's completely maxed. Other than the Zeta, I'm not sure I'm going to spend that on him because that's just way too expensive. And I also threw a Zeta... Or also, not also through a Zeta, but I put a Zeta on BB-8, uh, his his heal. That has really helped me out a lot in Phase 1 as far as not needing a healer. Uh, and also put the multi-tool on him so he can recover his own health. It's been working quite well. So, uh, yeah. Not, nice. not too bad. Um other than that, I totally wrecked it the other day with my uh, Phase 2 team in the Sith Raid. I got slightly over 2.15 million in Phase 2 using uh, uh, using a Leia Lead, Thrawn, Scarable Pathfinder, Hermit Yoda, and Sabine. Um, works unbelievably well and one thing i figured out is putting gear on sabine and scarecrow pathfinder really doesn't help the team much at all so you can actually do it with them kind of at gear eight gear nine areas and then just totally load leia up with offense uh as much offense as you can put on her even offense arrow offense plus as much off like she literally doesn't need speed and then you know thrawn and hermit yoda they can use speed because you know thrawn keeps the buffs off and can also do turn meter swap. So that actually works really well. Uh, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, uh, your Leia team is crushing old Wampa lately. So either I need to start gearing up those guys a little better or something. Cause there's just that, that, Damage isn't going up for me, so 
It must be a gear issue for me because I know I think I'm hitting two and a half to three percent with them, but I know our friend Elon has gotten up to almost five percent with them. So something oh, I'm wow. doing wrong. Something's missing. Probably mods. <laughs> it's always mods, but. If I could get that team going that much in phase two, I might actually try phase one because that is still something that I'm not uh, doing yet, phase one. So hmm, let's add that onto the uh, what I did this week. Totally forgot about that. There you go. All right. So uh, tell me about your new arena team. Yeah, so I've been playing around this week, and uh, I started using Rex. I don't have Mother Talzin, so that's a big problem for me. Well, I do have her, but only at four stars. So if I geared her up, that'd be fine. I, I'm farming her now, so she, eventually she'll be seven stars, and then she'll have the gear that already there that I need on her. But right now, I so many people you need to gear up for the Sith raid that she's not a priority because she's four stars in a hard node, so... I don't have her, so I'm not running her in there, but Rex, uh, Wampa, Thrawn, General Kenobi, and I'm using CLS in there. That's what I did at the beginning of the week, and the results are mixed. I can pretty much beat anything with that team. It's just uh, still falling a lot, so I have to use all five battles just to get into a good spot lately. You remember when I was talking... Okay, so you remember back when I was talking about Gear 12 and I wasn't worried about getting my guys to Gear 12 until I was out of the top 50 all the time? Do Wait, say that one more time. <laughs> You're pulling to me. I said, remember when I said that I wasn't going to Gear 12 my guys if I wasn't falling out of the oh, top 50 yeah. in Arena? Yeah, well, I've been sitting between yep. 45 and 80 like all the time now. And since I don't fight in the payout hour, I'm usually I haven't been hitting that fifty. So I'm trying to find ways to make sure that when I can fight and get to that top fifty, I stay in there. But something that I changed in the last two days that has really helped with that fall and just helped the team overall is I took out General Kenobi and I put in my Gear Eleven crew and threw a Zeta on his unique. And holy crap, man, that dude is awesome. Especially with the auto ta- uh, the auto taunt at the beginning, all the extra taunts along with the stuns, he is awesome. He's tanky at gear eleven. I've got I'm just waiting on a few more pieces to get him to uh, gear twelve, and that's going to be even more awesome. So I'm running Rex, CLS, Wampa, Thrawn, and Crew right now, and it is really fun. Yeah, so that's that's one of the big things I did this week. I used one of my four Zetas <laughs> on wow. crew. So got the crew Zeta. But uh, you did so, as unique, not as leader. Yeah, I did the unique so that he taunted at the beginning of the encounter. So hmm. still need to remod. I've it's all my modding energy has been spent on putting it on checks mix and jtr teams and all those other good fun times in the heroic sith raid so i really haven't played with my arena so that might be part of the problem as well but after i do that i think i'll be in pretty good shape so but here's the big thing right 
I finally hit that magic number that I had done the maths in my head, which usually my maths are wrong, but this one I am almost 100% positive was correct. And I hit the 82,000 general, general, general event currency, guild event currency. So I am well on my way to Hermit Yoda seven star. So I'm at, Nice. I'm not going to even unlock him until I hit the seven star mark. So I'm at, I think I'm at 180 out of 145 right now. So I just keep buying his shards every time it refreshes. And uh, I'm sure I'll hit seven star within the next four or five days. So I will finally have Wampa and Hermit Yoda at seven stars. (laughs) And once I gear him up, then I can actually have a... uh, what do you call it? A safety valve for phase one, so I can try try some stuff in there. Nice. I am. Uh, I think I'm. Actually, after this next territory battle, I will be able to do seven star Wampa. So we'll both have both of those characters seven star here pretty soon. Very nice. Yeah. It 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 feels like an accomplishment, right? Because huge. Those two their their shards cost a lot more than some of the other shards in. They're just the two main guys that got dropped in there. So once you get them both to seven star, it feels pretty good. And then you can fr- you free up that currency to use on whatever else you want. Like uh, I'll be going straight after uh, Krennic and ISC because those are the last harder characters that are in there that I want. So yeah, for sure. Nice. Not a bad strategy. So. The- so- me, the guy who hates ships, would really like to talk about something about ships that I've Ooh. been playing with this past week that I am absolutely in love with. And I I would much rather play ships on my alt account than my main account at this point because of this combination. And it is... It's ridiculous, man. Okay, so I have... I'm about 12 shards from a 7-star Millennium Falcon on my B account. And Whoa. I have, you know, my Phoenix are all gear 10. So my Ghost and my Phantom are pretty well uh, pretty well off the ships. And I have Thrawn's capital ship. And this combo is just ridiculous. So the, the idea here is when Millennium Falcon goes, you use the ability that adds the three stacks or the three buffs on him that as the buffs disappear... Um, or as he gets hit, one buff disappears every time. So the idea here is use that right when they first go, and then you use uh, the ghost to um, stealth the Millennium Falcon so that they can't attack it straight up. So you, hopefully you keep as many of those buffs as you can. Then you use Thrawn's uh, first special, the one that adds a buff to every ship. Yep. So that... That usually winds up with uh, two times crit and offense up along with the Millennium Falcon's three buffs on it. And so by the next time the Millennium Falcon goes, it is that if you use the AoE, it can it can pretty much clear the entire other side. Interesting. And if it doesn't clear the other side, it leaves like one or two ships with red health. Huh. It's... it. Uh, since I've been using this, I swear, I think I've lost maybe two out of 20 matches with it. And my ships aren't that great on that account. But the fact that like 
The only the only ones I lose is if I don't kill a ship and the capital ship immediately pulls in another uh, um, reinforcement, reinforcement, and then I just and then the things get wonky for me. But huh. yeah, super fun combination if you can use Thrawn, Ghost, and Millennium Falcon because that AOE just decimates the other side. It's crazy. That's, that's really interesting. I had not heard of this. If you have any of the, if you have those ships, give it a try. It's it's a lot of fun. Huh. Okay. Enough to make this guy enjoy like do more than one ship battle a day. I mean, that's saying something. Like that's if there's <laughs> yeah, a, I'm uh, like if there's a level I, of praise, that's that's it. That's well, about it's as just high as so it gets. satisfying to watch the Millennium Falcon come flying across the screen and wipe out an entire team. So So how does yeah. it do on defense? Um, so that account is usually between 150 and 200. And, uh, I think the most I've dropped in the last week was like 220. So, eh, I don't know. I know it can pretty much beat anything. So yeah. I just use my four or five battles and get as high as I can. It's so nice. I don't, it, I don't think there's... A, I don't. You run bigs. If I ran bigs in there as well, it would probably help me out. So maybe I'll try that this week because I have. I use Phantom, Phantom Ghost, Millennium Falcon, Scimitar, Scimitar for the extra um, stealth if Ghost can't do it, and then Tie Advanced. Did I say that? Yeah. So those five. That's my starting. Nice. But I should pull out probably Phantom and throw bigs in there. Interesting. Yeah, nerf. That is a very fun combo too. If it's just harder to set up because of all the. Uh, what he's talking about is five ship decimating enemies. If all of them have a target lock on them. Yes. If he uses a special, yeah, that that tears face too. But that one's a little harder to set up. That one is fun though. Yep. So yeah, that's what I've been up to this week. A lot cool of good times. Good stuff. Well, uh, yeah, for sure. They uh, did some update to the raid rewards, so. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. All right, well, so, raid rewards for the third week in a row. Let's talk about them. <laughs> so, been a been a contention point for several weeks, um, and we all know why. It's just been really weird and obnoxious and trying to understand their ideas and what they were going for and not liking them, even though we understood them. So they put out an update on the 18th, so two days ago, so Wednesday, and this is basically what it said. So the last update did not diminish the... Did too much to diminish the raid rewards for completing the new content, especially at higher ranks. So, if you were in the higher ranks in your raid doing really big damage, they they felt and agreed with the feedback that it just did so much to those raid rewards that it diminished all your hard work and what you were getting for it. So, they had fully admitted that they agreed with what people were saying there, which was... A nice step forward, I think. And then secondly, they're... Rev- okay. 
this one should probably be behind the next one. So we'll go with this one. They're rolling back the awards to the original rollout. And I say they are. They already did. So this happened on Wednesday. So the rewards are now back to the original rewards. You know what that means? Two things. I care more about getting top three finish. Oh, that's the whole point with the first thing I said. But there's two other things. So you can say the second part, and I'll say the first. All right, here you go. Okay. Challenge gear is back in raid rewards. (laughs) Guaranteed full peace is back in the raid rewards. Yay! Yeah, there we go. (laughs) You got to take the good with the bad. I'll take... I'll take a, a full piece. That's fine. And then the thing is, it, it, when it goes back to the old raid rewards, there's so many different pieces in there. If you wind up with, you know, six out of the nine or however many different types of salvage you get being challenge gear, you just have really bad RNG. So, See, now, I think all of this could be a really good point as to what to... We're going to get into this a little bit later, uh, and that's how to go about distributing your gear 12 gear because you're getting it. What do you do with it? It's going to be pretty important at some point. Um, It's a huge bottleneck. And at some point that bottleneck's going to really restrict something and you definitely shouldn't be reckless with it. However, uh, they mentioned in May, they're going to be revisiting the raid reward changes and they're going to be introducing new pieces to Gear 12. They mentioned, they actually said, uh, oh, ne- never mind. I was reading that wrong. So they're adding, uh, you know, two more pieces to Gear 12. So right now you have the three pieces and they're going to be adding two more pieces. So you'll be able to get but what? Here's the weird thing about that, right? Six slots before you go up a gear level, right? They called it, they literally called it gear 12, five, and six. So, I I don't know. They use their own term of what they're calling it behind the scenes, gear 12, five, six. We, most characters in gear 12 can only add three pieces, right? So my question is, are we going to be adding one in that's already in the game? And then two more that can get you to gear 13 because, I, or just to the point where once they get gear 13 gear out there, you can kick the uh, advance and then go into the next one. I think they meant one of two things. They either meant uh, pieces four and five, or they meant five out of six. Uh, so five out of six would, that could be it be too. Assignment. The five out of six thing. So, so that, you know, uh, essentially what it sounds like there's going to be one piece of gear that you can't fill the thing I'm really interested to see is what this gear does. Is this gear... So, there some of the gear 12 pieces are massively significant. The, the health box, the multi-tool, those are huge. I think the one that does armor, that one's pretty big too. Although, a little bit... Um, not as obvious, perhaps. But, if they take these next two pieces and allow them to give significant stat boost. It'll be really, really interesting because that could be incredibly important given that they're only going to be available in the heroic Sith raid. And I think, I think 
from everything I've read, what it seems like they were, they were originally trying to do was when they redid the raid rewards this previous time, you were getting, you know, 8, 10, 10, 8 of four different pieces of salvage. And what they're wanting to do is take that and then add to that, add some of the new pieces of gear, which would get us closer. But because we don't have the new gear, we're not there yet. And I think that's why they're going to revisit in May. Um, I, I guess, you know, we'll actually see in May exactly what their plan is. But um, it'll be interesting. Yeah, pretty see. much they'll be going back and looking at what they did for the last week and a half. What changes they made and what they liked and didn't like, what we liked and they we didn't like, and uh, trying to work that into a new change along with adding that extra gear into the raid. So, yeah, we shall see. And it's funny is because the way when they put say month and not like or they say May and not next month, May seems forever away because despite the fact that. It feels like time moves slow. Time goes very, very fast because we are already almost to May. And it feels like it was New Year's just yesterday. So yeah. we're already almost to May. So this is not something that is far off. It's probably about a month before we're going to see these changes. And a month is nothing compared to when my mind says, oh, that's like two and a half months away or something. Yeah, You know what I mean? Well, no, I mean, hell, we're... We're at April 20th right now, so May is coming up really quickly. There's probably going to be something for uh, May 4th. There is every single year, whether it's double drops or discounts on crystals, something along those lines. You know, we'll we'll see. So, Yeah, it's, I'm hoping for some uh, discounted crystal packs. That would be sweet. That would be nice. Indeed. All right. Those come around. Um, the other thing they did was the two full pieces they sent out. So they sent out the uh, the full whole entire basketball, which is very exciting, and then the uh, Gear Twelve Med Pack, which you can't get enough Gear Twelve Med Packs. So they actually sent out a Gear Twelve exclusive and then a Gear Eleven finisher. Although it's one of the you know, cheapest finishers to get. We'll take it. But everyone, every attacker needs dude, a bunch like of them, seven so. of them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I that was both of those were very welcome. I they're ones that I do not enjoy waiting for. So I was happy to see them. Yep. So there's that. They also, and then the, at the end of the message, they also mention that they know about the damage bug in phase four of the raid and will be addressing it soon. So, if you haven't heard in the heroic raid, if someone kills Treya, or sorry, Darth Nihilus, or, or Scion, they get this weird damage buff, like 500,000 damage will turn into two and a half million somehow. And things like that. So yeah. they've mentioned that they know about this bug and uh, they're going to soon talk about it so that uh, we can know what the issue is there. Yeah, they said something about the fact that they are working on figuring out exactly what it is because it's kind of hard to track down just due to the nature of the problem. So 
uh, you know, I guess we'll see an update at some point. I really hope they get this fixed, though, because I've been hosed by it a couple of times. So <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right. It's time for everyone's favorite segment that we don't have a drop for. Because it hasn't been around for lots of episodes. But guess what? It's back. CG Carrie. CG Carrie herself is bringing this segment back to us, and that is, it came from Reddit. Yeah. So I, I, bef- before the podcast, I did my one time to Reddit a week uh, look and found some interesting <laughs> posts by uh, by Carrie. So I wanted to talk about them. See, so this first one I wanted I was going to talk about in the intro because I thought it was pretty cool. But you know, whenever I realized we we're doing it, came from Reddit. I figured, you know, what the hell. <laughs> um, there was a post on Reddit in which somebody had mentioned that they kind of have an addiction to the game. Like, it's like even when they know that there's nothing to do, they'll log in like every ten minutes or whatever. And I thought it was really cool. So CG Carrie got on there and she was just like, you know, do you want me to suspend your account for a couple days? See what you think, what you like, or whatever. And um, I thought it was really awesome for her reaching out like that and offering that up because I know that is something that can be, can definitely be an issue for a lot of people. It's, you know, addiction in general, not, not just the game, but I mean, just in general and, uh, having somebody there offering out their support as I think it's really beneficial. I think we need, a. Lot more people probably doing that, so big kudos and shout out to CG Carry on that one. Yeah, that was really interesting when I read that the first time, because you know, obviously, it's a very humanizing thing, right? Because they're there to make money, but you see someone reaching out, and then the lead designer of the or lead producer of the game would go and and offer up something like that. I thought that was really, really cool. So Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Indeed. an interesting an interesting dynamic. There's something that was not expected. Yeah, for sure. So, as far as content game wise goes from her and some of her comments, uh someone asked for a character look update for some of the older characters. And this sounds like a great idea because some of these characters have been in there for you know the last two years and just are looking kind of sad compared to some of these newer characters you got trey here you know controlling three different lightsabers hovering around her body really great animations and everything and then you got something like some of these night sisters and and you know who else has bad ones uh, Jedi Consular. Je- <laughs> I'm not calling for Jedi Consular uh, art rework, but I'm just saying some of these older characters look <laughs> like look terrible. I'm sure if anyone played the Tuskens, help us one day. Maybe that'll be a thing. But if anyone played the Tuskens, they would look like like Pac Man out there. So yeah. Um. She said, I don't know offhand if all the reworks will, talking about updating art for the different uh, faction passes they do, 
But she says she's seen some awesome stuff from their art team pending approval. So you never know. It sounds like there are some characters that are getting reworked, some that might not be. But uh, any ones that do, I think, is going to be a step forward because some of those older models getting updated can, A, really make a character more enjoyable again, even if the kit's great and you like using them anyway. But using them when they've been updated is a lot of fun. So be interesting to see if they what happens with each rework and uh, how they mention in the no- update notes who got updated you know what i mean yeah i i mean we're looking for, for an update coming here pretty soon to some characters that have been in the game since the very beginning in the bounty hunters so i'm sure at that point we'll kind of get an idea of what to expect maybe with future uh reworks coming but um yeah i'm actually kind of excited for that one I agree. It'll be interesting. Maybe they'll uh, turn Greedo red and rename him Bleedo. Oh, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd love it. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, so someone else mentioned the damage problem in Phase 4 of the Heroic Sith Raid. So this was just a quote from her, from Reddit, very similar to the one I talked about at the end of the Raid Rewards. But she said, Thanks all, we're investigating any additional details or data would be appreciated as this appears to be quite intricate and hard to figure out exactly what's causing it. But top men are, or t- sorry, top people are on it. Top people are on it. So that's a, that's the thing about the heroic Sith Wade results. But another thing to that is a lot of posts, this was one post of many about this that she's had this week. But it, she was asking for people to give examples, let let them know what time you were finishing a raid or where what time a person died so they could go back and look through their data to figure out what's happening here. So if you if this does happen to you and you think about it and you can gather that information all, write it all down and send it into them, that might help them expedite the process of figuring out what's happening because as far as just saying this is happening so far. They've heard it enough times to know it's a thing, but I can just imagine sifting through every Sith heroic Sith heroic raid that happens every day and trying to find where this is happening and who it's happening to gets really tedious. So if you can provide that information and help everyone, all of us players, to get that fixed faster, that'd be great. Yeah. So... The last one is someone asked about turning the green. This I love this one, by the way. And the fact that she answered it was really cool. So it was a quality of life request post. And the request is really awesome to me. Basically, someone asked about turning the green dot above gear. You know, when you go in into a store and you need something, a piece of gear, there's a green dot saying you need it for one of your characters. Well, the update, the question asked was if that little dot could be yellow if it was a piece of gear that you needed for one of your favorite character, favorited characters. So basically, oh. you're sifting through, you're sifting through the shipments or the guild shipments or the guild event currency shipments or whatever. And instead of a green dot, because green dots are almost on everything, if you're an in-game player, 
that has multiple characters at different gear levels, there's always going to be a green dot on almost everything. So green dots mean nothing. But if you could favorite the people you really wanted to gear up and that green that green dot would be yellow saying, hey, this is actually something you really need right now, I think that would be an awesome improvement myself. Yeah, I never even sure. thought about this idea, but whoever, the guy that thought of this, genius. Yeah, no, it's good thinking. But her comment was, it's a great idea. It's very high on my personal polish list as the Supreme Chancellor of the Favorites button. But our dance card in the next update is really full. We'll investigate. So they are going to, she is going to bring it to them and we'll see if it actually happens. But she did really like the idea. So I think if we were to see this happen, that would be really cool, I think. Indeed. I agree. Um, yeah, I, I I really forgot that the green dots are there. I I don't pay much attention anymore. But uh, yeah, because because you, they don't mean anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Probably true. It's just like having the uh, you know the three plus on the characters. I'm like, yeah, I know I could put gear on somebody, but that means a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Let me buy the things I really need right now. Like, like okay, so for example, and I don't think we really need to talk about this too much, but for example, I'm trying to gear 11 or gear 12 crew right now. There are four pieces that I need, but the only way for me to find out if they're in a store at that moment is to go to each piece and search for it. Oh, if I could yeah. just go to the store and scroll down and see... Okay, well, three of the pieces are for sale right now that I need, and I can just buy them. That would eliminate a bunch of time searching for these pieces, right? Of course, you know, you could remember what they are in your head and go search for them yourself. But the problem with that is you You wind up buying Mark. Yeah, you wind up buying Mark IV stun guns instead of Mark Vs. So So if you have a goldfish (laughs) memory, you know, go check first. That's that's this guy. I'm definitely doing it the long way forever so I don't waste my crystals. Smart thinking. All right, you ready for this next thing? Always ready. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> time for that new player segment of the week uh we actually have two topics that kind of wanted to touch on because i thought they would be really good discussion topics because let's be honest there wasn't a whole lot to really discuss anyway this week so uh these were a couple things (laughs) these were a couple things i had seen on our discord and i thought they would actually kind of make interesting conversations so we'll see question number one how do you I want, decide? Okay. Uh, okay. Stop. We're going to add another question in here before this question, because this one actually applies to me. And I want to hear your answer to it. So I'm throwing you off your tracks and we're going to do something different. All right. All right. Different question. Number one. There you go. All right. I've typed it into the notes and now you can read it. All right. So question number one is, how do you decide who you want to gear 12? 
Well, I want to gear 12 everyone. But if you're talking about well, priorities... Um, Dan, I think we lost your audio. Did you unplug something? Did you lose me? No, it, oh, it was doing that weird... Doing that weird only out of one headphone or one side of the oh. stereo thing. I don't know why it does that. That's that explains it. Something yeah. like anyway. GarageBand, probably. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, as far as deciding who you want to actually take to Gear 12, <sighs> pilots, I think you want to get all your pilots to Gear 12. You want that That's top priority. You want your arena team at Gear 12. Beyond that, how I decide is it depends on what I use them for. Some characters are, it don't really matter what gear level they're at to some degree. Um, You know, like gear 10 or 11 may work in raids and whatever for a ton of characters, but it won't work at all for other characters and they have to be gear 12. So tanks, characters that get hit a lot, um, characters with super low survivability, those are the characters that I want to get to gear 12 because, you know, that extra protection makes a huge difference. You usually get the additional stats from other things, whether it's health, armor, you know, defense, whatever. Um, that's, I think that's kind of my general strategy. Uh, I've got a lot of guys kind of hanging out in the queue as far as waiting to get to gear 12 that I'm not sure if they're going to get there or not. Um, so what I'm hearing is tanks and glass cannons and then supports. That's uh, and heels. Yeah, the TLDR. There you go. <laughs> it's interesting because so, I'm still sitting at I have six gear 12s right now because I, to me, with my gearing process, and it, and it's it probably doesn't really even matter that much because of the, they take different pieces to get to different spots, but I've been working to get all my guys to, more guys to gear 11 than less guys to gear 12, if that makes sense. Because yeah. I feel like I may not get the top-notch score in the heroic sith raid for example but you add four of those instead of just one then you're getting that score you know what i mean so i try to get as many people to gear 10 11 area as i can to be more useful overall as an entire roster that's how i do it so the the gear 12 thing is not a world that I really live in that well, that much or well, or whatever you want to say. So that's why I asked that question. Who do you take? Because to me, the only ones I've ever taken are Wampa because of course, and then uh, arena team characters. So that's, that's the, that's why I wanted to know who you, who you okay, take there. So I'm going to run through a different char- few different characters. I'm going to tell you why I took them to gear 12. So, um, let's go to, uh, Kylo Ren. The reason I took him to Kylo Ren is because I have a Zade on him and he recovers protection on his special. More protection, more recovery, more survivability, much better. Han Solo's another one. I took him to go to 12. He needs survivability. Also wanted to put the health box on him 
because he's important to my Heroic AAT team and a couple other teams that I use. So him having that extra health and protection is pretty useful. Uh, Bubba Fett was another one. Uh, I geared him up because he recovers protection. So I would say anyone that recovers protection is probably good. R2-D2, obviously, because he shares his stats with everyone else. Incredibly important. Uh, Commander Commander Luke has a self-recovering protection. So that's important. BB-8, I think, is another one because he has the, uh, you can put the multi-tool on him, which allows him to gain health steal, which he doesn't have at all until that point, which is really important. Um, General Kenobi for survivability, of course. Um, I did, like, Biggs, TIE Fighter Pilot, First Order TIE Pilot, Death Trooper. I did all those characters strictly for ships. Um, Don't regret it at all. Um. Oh, Resistance Trooper. He was another one. He's so squishy, but um, you know he needed needed the stuff. Same with health steal. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I don't even. Or yes, sorry, yes. Uh, I've got how much health steals? Yeah, five percent. That took him up to... That doubles his health steal by getting him to gear 12 and putting that on him. So he's at 10%, which makes a massive difference in the raid. And then... Uh, let's see. Shore Troopers, another one. Um, just because he's a tank. Uh, that that kind of covers most of my gear 12s. Um, there are a lot of other characters that I don't ever really consider it. Um... Like my Jedi, other First Order characters. I'm considering Asajj because she gains a decent amount of health and offense. And because I might Zeta her, so that stuff all just ends up stacking. So she's another candidate. Um, I mean, there's... I'm, I'm pretty picky about who I take to Gear 12, kind of. But then again, I have some other characters that I took to Gear 12, like, say... Uh, Tarkin. That's really the only one. Okay, Tarkin's about the only one that I have. Okay, Tarkin and Rex. Well, Rex needed the survivability. I thought I was going to use him, <laughs> ended up not. Anyway. Yeah, uh, was. So, Tarkin, I took to gear 12 just because it was pretty easy. So, yeah, huh. Yeah, so I'm doing crew right now because he's a tank. So I'll get him to gear 12. I think uh, there's a couple. Who else am I thinking about? Thrawn was another one. A, because he's an awesome character. I use him in my arena team, but he's also my capital ship leader. So that's another one I was going to take. Han Solo, I absolutely need to take because... Holy crap, it's super annoying when you're running checks mix and you finally, after 30 runs, get it set up. <laughs> and after the first set of of uh, oh, counters, gosh, I can't speak tonight. After the first set of counters you get with him, when she takes two, possibly three turns in a row, if she takes three, she just kills Han. And then you have to start all over. Oh, I, 
I hate that. So he needs to be gear 12 for me just to get even more survivability so that does not happen anymore. Um, yeah. Baze, I would like to have. Rex. I mean, there's some of them. It really... For me, it all... it. It boils down to what the stats are going to change to, what, how many areas does it affect? You know what I mean? Like, joke about taking Gam Guard to Gear Twelve, but really, what would that do besides make me happy? Yeah, <laughs> just make me feel good about having a Gear Twelve Gam Guard. Nothing, yeah. right? So you find the ones that are the highest value, right? Like Thrawn, for sure. Having him at Gear Twelve gonna help your capital ship he's a great character plug and play on pretty much anything protection recovery you hear that (laughs) i'm about to turn a dachshund into an actual hot dog (laughs) oh my god okay anyways i'll be right back (laughs) all right so uh yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. If they have protection recovery, that can be really important for um, throwing them into gear 12 or, you know, getting them to gear 12. A, a couple other uh, a couple of other ones are um, some attackers. There is some decent amount of offense that can be gained in gear 12. So if you, if you have an attacker that really needs some offense, it might not be a terrible idea there. Um yeah, those are. That's pretty much it as far as who I take to gear twelve. I think. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's first question down. What else you got? That was a good uh, prereq for the next question, which is how do you decide who you put gear twelve pieces on? And this kind of ties in nicely because, like we we're talking about the 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 health box, the med pack. Characters like Han Solo, Resistance Trooper, um, those two come to mind because, you know, obvious reasons. But any character with incredibly low health can use that, and it can be a huge difference maker. Especially like Han Solo. It took him from mid-low 20,000 health to over 30,000 health. That is a huge difference. And then if you factor in also like... um, uh, you know, R2-D2 or whatever, you're you're getting some pretty significant bonuses there. That's more that he can recover, which is really important. And something else is health steal. Uh, having a larger health pool allows you to health steal more, especially on someone like Han, who attacks a lot, and, you know, he can attack a couple times and be right back at full health. So that is incredibly important. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, the armor piece for General Kenobi, I think, is one that everyone should do if you have your General Kenobi at year 12. But I think the first place to start is if you are competitive in your ship arena shard, your pilots. TIE Fighter pilot, I think, is most important. And then probably bigs. And then your probably your capital ship. I think those three are night and day difference. Uh... I, they're they're not. I mean, having them go as early as possible is always good. Plus, a little bit more survivability on bigs and Tie Fighter pilot. Uh, 
Always good. I I just I don't think it'll go wrong. Plus, those characters are to some degree useful in other places. Thrawn, obviously, if you're using him, but yeah. Um, let's see. I, I, you I'm do, see. You made me go look, and my R two has two pieces waiting for him. He has Ooh. none of my gear twelve pieces on him, Put but on. I have two just sitting there that I could throw on. And I have like. I have four full med packs, and he takes one, and I haven't put one on. What? So. Four? Yeah. I don't have anyone at gear 12. I got a bunch of pieces of God. everything sitting around. So, Bless. Yeah, I think R2-D2, if you use him, and you have number crunch zated, which if you use R2-D2, you should have number crunch zated. I, I don't feel like this bears repeating anymore. <laughs> well, it's we always it, say it. Hey, let's zeta rank. Yeah. R2-D2. R2 exactly. But because I got that one sitting there, and um, I also have a wristband for him. Yeah, uh, my R two D two is completely maxed. Literally can't do anything else to him. Uh, you know, characters that share stats like that. Yeah, I mean, adding stuff to him just makes the rest of your team that much better as well. Right. Um. I. I've been wanting to save a multi-tool for Boba Fett's rework. Once he gets reworked, I have a feeling I'll probably want to put a multi-tool on him, so I'm kind of waiting on that. And like I said, uh, Hellsteel, um, weak characters that attack a lot, like BB-8 and um, Resistance Trooper, the multi-tool are amazing on them. Let's see... You're going to have to tell me because as far as I go, I have a, besides the Zeta on, one of the Zetas on Wampa, he's got every gear 12 piece he needs. But other than that, I don't even think I've thrown on too much on anyone else. Yeah, I'm kind of like, I have all the pieces, I have all the pieces to give to Kenobi. Um, RJT only has one I could give her. But I haven't really thrown anything on anyone besides Wampa, gear 12 piece-wise. So, for me, I have R2-D2, General Kenobi, Biggs, uh, TIE Fighter Pilot, and First Order TIE Fighter uh, Pilot. Those are the only characters that I have 100% maxed gear-wise. The rest are, you know, missing pieces here and there. Um... Man's tough decision because this gear is so rare. I think it's one of those things. If you're not farming Hermit Yoda or Wampa, or if you have them finished, you're at a re- you're kind of in a good spot actually to where you can, you know, start buying that gear and buy exactly what you need. Be- because, um, like I said, I mean, I think your ships it makes a big difference, and then it can make. I mean, it can be a night and day difference on specific teams. Like, having the health seal for BB-8, it's it's huge. I mean, because otherwise, with that RJT team in, like, Phase 1 of Heroic, or, or Phase 1 of the Sith Raid, it doesn't matter what tier you're doing. I mean, him recovering health is huge. Like, it it just gives another spot to get more damage on that team in, so... I think that yeah, is anytime really you can important. get extra health steal to fight against Darth Nihilus in the raid is huge. 
For sure. If, you, if that's in your team. So the, um, here comes the goldfish memory again. Uh oh. It was a thing about a thing, and that I was going to ask about that thing. Well, yeah, since uh, your memory completely <laughs> blanked on you. Uh, Want to go on to the next topic? Oh, I remember what I was going to say ah. before we move on. I was going to say, once I finished Hermit Yoda, and so I have both of them at seven stars, I think that most of my currency, if not going to ISC or Krennic, will go towards Gear 11 finishers, so I can start getting those guys... As many of those those gear eleven guys that I use often to gear twelve as I can, but right now I keep hitting roadblocks on anyone I try to get to gear twelve because it'll be smooth sailing until there's two pieces left, and then those two pieces just need tons of crap to get them finished. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for sure, take days to finish one piece. Yeah, lots of fun. Hmm. Fun is the right word. Exactly. All right. (laughs) So the next thing that we wanted to discuss is how do you go about managing mods? Uh, Managing mods can be hell because how do you know where they're at? What do you, I mean, it's, it's, it can be a total disaster. I don't think that this is something that they'll do anytime soon because I don't know how good you can make mod management on a phone screen in general. Like, if this was more of a computer-based game, I could totally see it, but on a mobile game, I'm not entirely sure what they're going to do. So, for me, managing mods is all about using Swagaga. Uh, It is a lifesaver, just for the fact that... What are you holding your finger up for? Saying Swagaga's number one. I just had a tip oh, for okay. when you finished your sentence. I didn't want to interrupt you. Go so. ahead. Okay, well, for me, and this is one of the biggest things that I do that it makes any difference with looking for mods. Speed secondaries are the mods you look for for most of the time, right? And when they're the ones you want to find the quickest. The only spe- the only mods that I lock on my mod screen are are eight or nine speed up. So anytime I, I see a mod with a lock on it, whether it's sitting in my inventory or on a character, I know that it has a good speed secondary so I can find things quicker in the game that way. That's a pretty good idea. So that's the way I do that kind of mod management in the huh. game is I just lock any... So... You know how you got your character screen, your characters are there in the middle, they're mods. The two mods, the ones they have on and the one you want to put on are here. And then it lists all your mods on the other side, right? Yep. That list of mods that's sitting there, if it has a lock on it, like if you lock a mod, it'll have the lock icon on it. Yep. And inside of that long list of crap, you'll you'll be able to see immediately which one of those have speed secondaries on them worth using. So... You can grab what you want immediately without having to click on every single mod to f- see if it has good speed secondaries. So that's what I do. I just lock every mod that has good secondaries on it so that I can find them easier. That's just one way I mod manage, you know. That's a hell of a tip. I like that. Uh, that's not something I do. It's something I should do. I, I may start trying to do that. 
so I will say one thing that's been kind of interesting with the Sith raid is you don't always want speed. I mean, I've got a lot of characters that I have just completely loaded up with offense. And, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast very long, that's something I've talked about previously is how important I think just raw offense secondaries are. I think they're really, really awesome. I think it's the second best secondary stat that you can get. And so characters like Leia, Night Sister, Acolyte, characters that don't really require speed to do damage, they can be I mean, they can be absolutely amazing if you put the right mods on them. And something else is Darth Nihilus, the fact that he only damages health. That is really big for having health primaries and health set bonuses, stuff like that. Um, So, I would just say be careful about selling the mods that you sell because you never know when you may sell one that you actually end up needing. That was it. You need a moment? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) shut up. That was a long one. Um... So, um, the other thing is, well, I should say, uh, kind of piggybacking on the point that you made, I would like to see a favorites for mods, uh, you know, rather than a lock, if we could just favorite it, and then you could search by all your characters, and then just pull them off of your favorites, and put them on whatever character you're working on, something like that I think would be freaking amazing, but, uh, you know... Whether we get that or not, we'll see. But as far as using Swagaga, so the only mods that show up on there, if you don't already know, are ones that are actually put on characters. And, you know, if they're, if they're not actually set to a character, it's not going to show up on Swagaga. So if you're looking for a mod and you look in your inventory there on the left, not there, go to Swagaga and... Like, I'll go searching out for, like, it's got filters, so you can search out super specific things. So I'll go search out, like, say, uh, crit damage plus sign that's offense primary with offense secondary. I feel like I've searched for that a thousand times this week. And it'll show up, bring up all the (laughs) characters that have that on there. And I think using it for stuff like that, that filtering, is... I pause for dramatic <laughs> effect. It, I, I think. I know. What's he gonna say? Uh, <laughs> I think that's really important, and um, the yawns are killing me tonight. Good grief! Um, pause to let you yawn before I lose this idea. Going back to what you were talking about with the favorites thing, it would be really cool if they could make it away. So, if you favorited a mod. And you selected your favorites on the right side, and all of them popped up. Whether they were equipped or not, all of them popped up. And if you chose one to put on a certain character, and you said, yes, I want to put this on this this character. If it had a pop-up that said, this mod is on this character, do you want to take it off of them and put it on this character? I think that would go a long way to be so you know where it's coming from, where it needs to go, and kind of help you either whether you write it down like I would have to or 
whatever, but it would let you know where you're getting your mods from and where they go and where you want to put them back. And you know what I mean? That'd be a good way to implement that for sure. Totally agree. Uh, I mean, I think that's about as simple as mod management can get. The only problem is, you know, you're then taking mods off other characters. You may be using somewhere else, stuff like that. Um, So, I think having a wide variety of mods is really important. If you don't have a wide variety, I would that's something I would start working on. Um, I mean, we, we've talked a lot about just farming mods in general, but as far as managing and deciding who to take it off of and stuff, like, there is a lot of strategy as far as... Um, you know, trying to maximize offense while still keeping together, you know, whatever set bonus it is, whether it's uh, crit damage or speed or whatever, and then trying to decide on what primaries to put on people. Um, I, I would just be very cautious about selling mods, especially ones that you don't necessarily think about needing, like, say, a health triangle or protection triangle or... Uh, offense, arrows, stuff like that. I I am really leery about selling these days. Uh, Can I still sell my accuracy arrows? No, you can't, Dan. Come on. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> no. I, Explain. Yeah, I think that's totally cool. Um, I let me let me just tell you. I would how like annoying accuracy arrows are because I have an accuracy arrow with nineteen speed on it. And it kills me every time I see it sitting there. Like, who am I going to put this on? Who who should I put this on? Um. So, uh, Sid Vicious nineteen sixty two has an interesting comment in the chat that I'm going to counter. I if, don't agree with it. <laughs> if they aren't five dots, sell them. I love, absolutely love buying. Mods that are four and three dot. If I find a mod See, I, that I like that is a four or three dot from the mod store, I will still buy it. I have no issue doing doing that whatsoever. What's great about them is they are incredibly cheap, especially three dots. They are incredibly cheap to level up, and it's not a significant downgrade over a four star mod. Mm-hmm. What? I could have sworn that when we did the mod podcast, between four and five star, the stats aren't that bad of a downgrade. To three is the bigger jump. No, it's it's four four to five is a huge jump. So like your offense goes from four percent to five point eight eight percent versus okay, so three to four, it's three point eight eight percent to four percent. So you're only Losing, you know, that 0.12%, but they're significantly cheaper to upgrade. Yeah, so basically, if you're okay with fours, you're totally fine with threes then exactly. too as well. Because yes. you're not losing that much between the two. Yep. Which makes sense. I don't usually buy three star. Only because... I thought, obviously, I thought the four and the five was the smaller one. But that makes sense. I don't have any problem buying a four star because A, they're cheaper, B, they're cheaper to upgrade, and B, C, 
maths. <laughs> Hashtag maths. But the, uh, you know, you can still get high-speed secondaries, and you're not losing that much. So I still do four-start mods. The, whether that, if you're so OCD that your Swagga account doesn't say 100% on a character because you have a four-star mod on it, you're going to have a bad time. But for me, I don't care about that. And it works out well to have better secondary mods with slightly less better main stats on characters, even if it's four-star. That doesn't bother me at all. Yep. Three-stars are hard for me to deal with. They're, They're just... They probably shouldn't be, but they're they're. I don't really go for three stars as much. There seems to be a pretty big difference, I think, as far as like speed secondaries between three and four four star mods. Uh, I think that's the only thing that I would kind of knock three star mods for. I don't know if maybe the jumps in secondary stats is meant to counter the significant difference in the primary stats, but yeah, I I don't I have no issue with. Uh, three or four star mods. There's another comment in the chat that I really like from Othello that says, sell every gray mod uh, square, circle, and diamonds. I could not agree more. Uh, that's just currency setting around. And even green ones that are just not that useful, get rid of them. Um, I think, you know, the... The three on the other side, the arrow, triangle, and plus, you can be a lot more particular about what you keep and stuff like that. But, um, what's the bottom left one? The circle. Here. The circle. Sith Raid has changed things a lot with that, only because health is a bigger deal now. But I used to be, I, I had a harder time keeping health over protection ones there. But, Health now in the Sith Raid does a lot more for you than protection, at least in the beginning of Phase 4 and yes, Phase 1. Yes, it does, so. for sure. Um, oh, so actually this was something I did this week in Swaga that I forgot to mention was I actually bought a crit damage triangles, 5-star, five, uh, five that was crit damage bonus that had no speed on secondary, and I dropped some serious coin for it because it had offense and offense percent as the two secondary stats. So, wherever I bought Did it, it hit. Uh, Did it hit the lotto. I mean, it wasn't bad. Uh, they both hit once. It went up to like one point oh five percent offense and seventy something percent offense. So I threw that on my resistance trooper, and it increased his. Uh, his offense by over a hundred. So I thought that was kind of awesome. That is pretty good. I would be happy with that. Indeed. So. Um, Oh, so, uh, I guess we're just going to turn this into a Q and a in the live chat. <laughs> not, not really, but, uh, first order Wookiee asked an interesting question as far as, why is protection so good in arena and isn't it just extra health? Yes, it is kind of extra health, but the difference is the amount that you gain from it. Um, this question just made me think though, and I'll let you finish, but I wanted to throw that out there. 
Maybe it'll make you think while you answer. Okay. Um, so, protection's important for Arena because it's a 23.5% increase on the primary stat versus, say, a 5.88 on a 5-star mod. And that is, that's a pretty significant difference whenever, for the most part, characters generally have pretty similar numbers. Now, the difference is health recovery is a lot more common. There are a lot of characters that have health still, so they can recover health. But in Arena, they're probably not going to attack enough to make use of that health still, so that's really not that important. Um, And as Nerf Herder mentions, the next point I was going to get to is Health is the only thing that matters for keeping your character alive. So there is an argument as far as having higher health because once your health's gone, you're dead. And there are characters like Sith Assassin who can directly damage your health that bypass protection. But for the most part, most characters have to get through your protection first. And the more protection you have, you know, I'd rather have, uh, you know, a larger total... Um, health pull or hit point pull than, you know, just a lower amount that has a little bit of, you know, recovery or something like that. So, uh, yeah, that is, that's definitely stuff to think about because some, I mean, some characters, it's going to be more useful. And if you're like running a Darth Nihilus lead or something like that, where it gets converted into health, then you, you know, that may change things a little bit too. Although I think you'd still want to go with protection because it gets converted to health, but, uh, health still becomes really important. Um, I'm hard at work doing maths over here. So keep stalling. You're doing maths. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, I definitely think that having health secondaries is really important because if you look at, as far as secondary stats, I'll say that raw health numbers and protection percent numbers are both really good. They're better than their, uh, than their counterpoints, you know, so like uh, raw protection isn't generally going to be quite as good as percent of protection and same you know, with health, your your raw health is generally going to be better than a percent of your health increase, uh, because the just because of the way those numbers tend to line up. Although the uh, the percent of protection and percent health, you know, it may be kind of similar depending on the character, but uh, those are definitely things to look at. I mean, anything that adds like over a thousand extra is is pretty awesome so uh definitely wouldn't complain about that too much uh all right so the mats the mats are almost complete but i wanted to do i'm looking at my general my gear 12 general kenobi and i'm looking at a 5.88 percent health mod versus a 23.5 percent protection mod right Wait, say, so, say that again. The circle. You can either have 5.88% health or 23.5% protection. Those are the two numbers on a five-star mod. 
Okay. Right. So let me just crunch some numbers here because I keep putting the same thing over again, thinking I got the doing the wrong thing here. But so first order Wookie uh, as a couple other points that are good to address uh does, does protection add some armor mechanic negating damage as well no protection just doesn't it does not negate damage second point is they find that it do more damage after protection is gone and the reason it seems like you do more damage once protection is gone is because protection has a larger pool uh, than health generally does and that's because of the wrong sig- Okay, prove me wrong then. And that's because no, nope, you're right. <laughs> that's, that's I'm looking at things backwards now. Everything I just, all the maths I just did, totally wrong now. What were you trying to figure out? Maybe I can do the math on it and see if I can help you. No, there's no need to do it now. I I'm looking at the numbers here. I thought protection had the bigger. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. So, For some reason, I thought the health pool was bigger than the protection pool. The protection pool is bigger than the health pool. So the the reason when you get to the health, it it goes so quick is because a 29, let's say Wampa is going nuts with a 44,000 crit. Well, that'll eat, you know, a fifth of your protection and all of your health. Or if you're fully protected, it'll only take out the protection on some characters, right? There's just not that much of a health pool to go after once you eat through the protection. For some reason, I was thinking that the health pool was bigger than the protection pool, but it makes total sense that the protection bars are always bigger than the health bars. So, Yeah, so I, I, just for reference, fart. I'm looking at my General Kenobi who has... Uh, he has two protection primaries on him that I removed and just now... And that takes him to 34,000 health, and he still has uh, 46,800 protection. Now, with... 40, wait. Your Kenobi only has 46,000 protection? Uh, hold, hold, let, let, let me finish. So, uh, that is basically his base protection numbers. Now, with two protection primaries... He goes from 46,800 protection to 68,000 pr- protection. Now, if I were oh, to put... you weren't health, counting the mods. If, if I were to put health primaries on there, it would be nowhere near that significant of an increase. Um, and that is generally why you want to go with uh, protection, especially on characters that, you know, tanky characters that have high protection numbers to begin with. Gotcha. Like, um, so for example, it'll look like the health bars are going faster because, like, say, um, like I said, your protection pool has, say, if it's 70,000 and your health pool's 30,000, if you do 10,000 damage, you know, it's only going to be, you know, say, one-seventh of your protection, which is pretty minuscule. But when you get to your health, it's doing a third of your health pool. So it looks like you're doing way more damage than that. So, Yep, it makes sense. Uh, One shots are pretty easy once protection's gone because you don't have to eat through 
seventy thousand prediction. Indeed. So. Um. Well, I mean, that kind of covers all the topics. I think. I think that kind of. That's pretty much the gist of it. Unless I missed something. Nah, man. I think we hit every point we wanted to in there, including an extra one we added. So, looking pretty good. Hmm. All right. You ready for some a trivia? Am I ready? Am I ever? Is this week one or two? It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the Force be with you. Good lord, this PowerPoint does not want to open right now. All right, so... um, There we go, I got it. I got it. It is Season 9, Episode 2, and you are up 6 to 5. This thing will not open. Alright, give me a second, I gotta find it again. Because, you know, this is what's happening. 6 to 5, I will take 6 to 5 any day of the week. Cool. I am, uh, yeah, I am ready to do some trivia. So we have something really exciting next week in which we are doing, uh, sounds from Swaga. Um, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to see how that goes. That should be fun. I'm going to be playing with sound on all week. It's going to be really weird. Not used to that. (laughs) Try to get yourself ready, right? Why don't you, uh, cover all our, uh, all our important info real quick. That is a really good idea. So if you want to go to support the podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash shattered order and, uh, you know, help us out there and get entered for drawings for gift cards and stuff like that. The other thing is many of you, I know have Amazon prime. We would love it. If you would go to and click our Amazon link there before you buy anything, um, go help us out and audible dot or sorry, audible trial.com slash shattered order. That new Thrawn book is coming out here pretty soon in two months. I think I am very a new Thrawn book. Huh? Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. I did not hear about that. Dude, they had a 30% sale. I bought that book for 8 bucks the other day. I am so excited. What a deal. Alright, finally. Holy crap. PowerPoint was being a real jerk. And if you want to go to discord.me slash shattered order, you can uh, go join our Discord because you should be in our Discord. That's where we announce things. And, uh, you know, anything new and exciting that we may announce this week or in the coming weeks will be first announced there and uh yeah um and like us I, I think i mentioned this earlier but if you're a patreon and you don't have access to the patreon 
channels in Discord. Hit me up. We will All fix right. you. We will fix you. Discord.me slash Shattered Order is our Discord community. Apparently, from what I've heard, it expired as a mouse. So I'm going to go in there tonight and tomorrow and fix that. But if you want to join our podcast chat, a lot of good times in there. A lot of really awesome people. We have a lot of fun all week talking about the game, talking about random stuff, talking about pretty much everything. So if you're interested in hanging out with a lot of really cool people, discord.me slash Shattered Order. Or find me or wink on discord and we can get you an invite anytime cool ready for all right question one question one while i'm up six to five the question one is as follows the jedi have tons of leadership abilities that they do which is of the following is not a part of any of them Increased offensive capabilities, increased tenacity, dispel enemy buffs, turn meter gain on crit. Interesting. Uh. Uh, I'm not up to speed. I, many of you that listen know I do not have my Jedi geared on my main account. Most of them, so... But I do have Eth Koth at gear 10. That one was real important to me for gear 10, for Grandmaster Yoda. Also very easy to get to gear 10 for those wondering and wanting to do that. God, I have no idea on this one. I got my fingers crossed, but uh, I think I've got a good answer. We'll see. And I think I have a dead pen. Let's try this one. All right, that one works. Ready? I have an answer. What do you got? I see my answer as the third one. I see my answer as the D. Turn meter gain on crit. Ooh, okay. Controversy. Who will win? The answer is D. Turn meter on crit. Who does that? There are no Jedi Rexes. Who does that? Nobody does that. That was the question. That makes sense. <laughs> All right. Got the point. I'm loving it. Stupid. Question two. <laughs> All right. Trivia question number two. Up to four points. Ahsoka Tano gains some stats at the start of an encounter. And loses them one at a time if she is critically hit. What are these benefits? Bonus point for how she can regain these. Huh. Interesting. All right, I have an answer. And if the other answer that I know she gets is one of them, never, never, I'm just stop talking. Rhymes with Bleedo. Uh, 
Oh. I'll give you a hint. His name rhymes with Bleedo. I got my answer. Han Solo. What is the answer? Oh my god, are you serious? So I'm just okay, preparing what? for it now. The answer is Greedo. <laughs> uh, so if you've heard us refer to Bleedo, that is the, uh, yeah, that that's basically The infamous moment. I Very screwed infamous, myself. to say the least. Um, All right, you got answers? I do. What do you got? I put O up, evasion up, crit chance up, crit damage up, and regains them on a kill. Oh. Okay, well, I only had three because there's four points, and they give you a bonus point for how she gets them back. So I have three answers and why she gets them back. So... I have offense up, crit up, and speed up. And she gets them back when she's revived. Interesting. Okay. And GD Sands, crit immunity is JKA specific, and that's why I didn't put it, because it wasn't in the question. Which is why I I started doing the bleed thing, where I'm like, if that is an answer, I'm going to be... And then I was... I didn't want to give that away, if it was an answer. Nice. So. Good, good, good thinking. Yeah. Answers. Here we go. She gets crit chance, speed, health, and they are regained when she defeats an enemy. Alright, so. Crap. I gain two points, and you Which gain. Which one did you get? Uh, when she kills an enemy and the crit chance up. Gotcha. Then I we both got two. Because I got the crit chance and the speed. Seven to nine as we go into... Question three. Question three. Here we go. In considering the ground war assault battle, counters may come in handy against a super speedy Count Dooku. What is the highest natural counter chance for an individual tune you can get on an all-Jedi team, considering leads and uniques, and who would have it? Whoever's closer to the number will get a point. Anyone who names the Jedi will get a point. Huh, interesting. It's going to be... Hmm, never mind. I'm not going to say anything about what my answer might be. I have two people I think it might be, and I want to go with the more obscure. Interesting. All right, I have an answer. I do. I'm finishing my answer. Um, All right. What do you got? I have Ayla Secura, and the number is 90%. I have Kit Fisto with 85%. Ooh. Yeah. So here we go. Oh, that dude. I should have known. Kanan Jarrus at 105%. Huh. 
Interesting. It says, I, I'm a Gundine lead, adds 35% counter chance plus Kanan's natural 70. Fun facts. Ayla would have 100% and Kit Fisto would have 70. I was thinking... So if you took Kanan out altogether, you would have still won. Yeah, I was thinking Vero IGD Broke was Droid? 25%. <laughs> Whenever I think IGD, I think IPD. I don't... Oh. <laughs> can't take the two apart. Wow. Uh, so so I get a point for being closest on percentage, right? Mm-hmm. That you do, sir. Good, I need it. As we go into... Question four. Question four... Also handy in the ground war event will be dispels. Name all the Jedi with a dispel. Two points for a dispel on basic. Buffer one up to four points. Well, this is where we're at. Trying to think of Jedi with dispels. This is going to be tough. Rough. I've got three. Do you? I've got two so far. Trying to think of others. The four points. So there's so there's four of them. I can put five answers. Problem is thinking of the Jedi are just is just so abstract considering I never use them. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. It's uh, it's pretty rare if using using them. Um, I their their rework cannot come fast enough because the totally Jedi agree. are the Jedi. Yeah, they're the Jedi, and no one uses them. It, it's 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 really a sad state of affairs. Yep, indeed. Um, jeez. I need some more. I need more time. I can't believe there are four. There's so many Jedi. That's the other thing. There's a ton of them. Oh, crap. No, that's not one. Okay, actually, I'm at three. You're um, three. I don't know how brave I want to get. We have a one-point buffer, so... Good grief, this is this is really tough. Um, I like how it says two points for a dispel on basic. Someone dispels on their basic? Who? Who are you? I have no idea. Alright, I have three answers, but I'm stopping where I am because I have two I'm not quite sure about, and I've, that would 
I've got another f- one would ruin my buffer. I've got four answers, and I'm really hoping I didn't go uh, beyond the buffer. So we'll see. All right. What do you got? I have Ahsoka Tano, Ezra, Qui Gon Jinn, and Mace. Ooh, Mace! Mace! That's a good one. I, I think I think he might be the basic. I'm not sure though. Uh, I think it's the special. Is it the one where he does his little spinning around in a circle move? Yeah. All right, all right. Let's see what we got. What do you have? <laughs> I totally guessed. You never told us your answers. Wait, hold on. Okay, you want? Here's my answers. I'll hold them up to the screen. Ezra, Qui-Gon, Plo Koon, and Grandmaster Yoda. Okay. Grandmaster Yoda does not. But here's a problem. Ezra's a Jedi, isn't he? Yeah. He dispels, doesn't he? Yeah. He's not on the list. Ezra should be on there. Okay. So we'll take... Well, I'm going to give myself that point. Qui-Gon Jinn, we know he does. Yep. And apparently, my guest, Plo... Does it on Crap. his basic? <laughs> so I get three points, which takes me to 11, and you get four points. Stupid. I do. By the way, Grandmaster Yoda does not dispel. I don't know why I thought he did. Gosh, dang it. Wow, Plo Koon dispel on basic. That's, that's kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, it is. That, what does that guy do at all? The reason I guessed him is just because I don't know nothing about his kit. Nice. And he's the only Jedi I've never looked at. Huh. And if one is going to dispel on basic, it's probably him. Interesting. All right. All right. It's time for... Question number five. Question five. Lightning round. I got a lightning round. So let me open back up chat here. Anybody in chat have a QR code reader? We need your help. Dorian Blade is going to love this. Absolutely. <laughs> Working on making some changes to Trivia and Lightning Round in general as far as having timers and stuff like that. I have not got around to actually making those yet. Uh, but soon we'll have timers. That is the idea. If you are a QR code reader and Skype, you let me know right now. I will bring you in on this call as a moderator this very second. That's, yeah, so uh, hit us up. That That's actually something we discussed would be maybe a possibility of having someone call in for the lightning round and do a live moderation of the lightning round or something like that. That could, you know, maybe be a Patreon reward or something like that. We'll discuss it. Alright. So we're just waiting on... Alright. GD Sands got the QR reader. Heck yeah. All I need is a Skype name.
Do do do. So how's your week been? That's Loving been life? pretty good. Yeah. I'm not sure how well this is going to work out on the podcast for being able to record uh, the call-in. I'm recording it. Into a separate channel or my channel? You're you're creating more editing In for your me, channel. aren't you? Thank you. I do. I love it. All right. I got him. We're pulling him in right now. We're doing it live. Uh-oh. He might not be on. We'll see. While we're waiting, Calling. enjoy this lovely jazz Calling. music. Everybody loves jazz. I hear something. Something's happening. But I don't think he's on Skype. If you have your QR code reader open, just tell us if we're right or wrong. All Wait right. a second. JT, you there? Hey! Perfect! Beautiful! I love it. All right. Well, we're going to do this, and uh, you get to be the moderator. So if we get one wrong, you let us know. How's that? All right. I just had to mute my computer. <laughs> no no endless feedback loop. All right. So here we go. Name a Jedi with a Galactic Republic tag. Whoever has the most Jedi Zetas goes first. I don't even... How would I even know if I... I don't think I even know if I have any Jedi Zeta. Jedi Zetas. I've got... Ooh. I like this. All right. Let's 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 go see who has the most... Uh, I know I have Qui-Gon, obviously. Um, I do not. So you're already a leg up on me. All right. Uh, oh, I have three between Hermit Yoda and Qui-Gon. I'm pretty Sonny Yoda he is a Jedi, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, you're 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 gonna go first. Okay. Go hey Punk, wait, 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 stop real quick. Can you pull the QR reader up first? Yes. It is right there. Well, I definitely know what my first answer is gonna be. The one of the most power or one of the best characters in the game? If his name is General Kenobi, you would be correct. That's who I was thinking of. All right, I got it up. General Kenobi's correct. Awesome. Sweet. All right. And I will go with um, Ayala Securi. Secura? Securi? Okay. Correct. I will go with Grandmaster Yoda. Correct. On the list. All right. I will go with Mace Windu. Correct. I will go with Qui-Gon Jinn. Correct. <laughs> My pen died. Oh, you're stalling. Good strategy. Pencil doesn't work. Well, I'm not really thinking about an answer. <laughs> 
All I'm thinking about is this pin. All right. Um, Kit Fisto. Correct. Uh, Plo Koon. Correct. Luminara. Correct. Uh, Barisafi. Correct. All right, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Um, Ahsoka. Correct. Um, well, I'm really stumped now. I've been spitting them out pretty quick. Uh, let's see. I will go with. Oh, I'm a Gundy. Correct. I'm going to go with Anakin. Another correct. Oh, that's a good one. Uh. Oh, Jedi Knight Guardian. Ooh, good one. That's correct. Oh, damn. Now the, the pressure's on. How many more are there? I believe we're at 13. Total. Two or three. Two or three. Okay. That's not bad. Um, ooh. We just talked about it. Heath Koth. Heath Koth is on the list. It's uh, a good one. Jedi Consular. Ooh, yep. Damn. So one more. Okay. I'm looking through all of these stores this is going to be tough because I think that you're going to end up getting a point on me because I'm not going to be able to get this um do you have you do know what the next one is I don't think of it right now alright alright well I don't feel as bad if I get it wrong so let me think or I don't even have a guess (laughs) Oh, holy smokes, this is tough. Um, well, we got all the way to only having one left, so that's that's pretty good, I think. That is all that's left, right? I, I think so. You were going really fast at the beginning. Uh, count up right, so the we got... total number real quick. 15. That's what we're at, it's 15. I've got eight. Oh, good. Then I don't have to guess one. <laughs> yep. Well, we got I them all. I can stop racking my brain. All right, we got them all. All right, so that puts you at 20 points. And I caught you by one because I will now be at uh, 19. Woo! The, those Zetas on Hermit Yoda paid off. All right, before I... Oh, JT dropped out. Thanks, JT. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, appreciate it, buddy. Well, that was fun. It's it's much easier when we get someone to call in like that. Yeah, for sure. And that actually went really well, too. Yeah, for sure. We'll have to find a way to streamline that a little bit more. And that, uh, I think that would be really cool. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll figure something out and discuss that this week. And, uh, yeah, go from there. Sounds good. All right. Well, still up by one. Really good answers that this week for Jedi. I'm, I'm really looking. I play with the sound on half the time, so I'm really looking forward to sound time. Uh-oh. Not with, me. Uh, with Star Wars. Yeah, we'll see how that so, goes. Well, I just want to say thank you to everyone that came and hang out with us on the live stream this week. Everyone listening to the podcast Downloading it from iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, whatever podcast thing you use. Thank you for listening. We appreciate every single person that spends their time listening to us talk about this game that we love. We love hearing your stories. We love hearing your theory crafting. We love hearing everything you guys have to say, whether you send it to the shattered order at gmail.com to let us know what you think, or you join our Discord and talk to us in there. Whatever you do, we would love to hear from you. The community around this game makes it what it is, and you guys are that, and we appreciate you and you hanging out with us. So, anything you got left, Wink? I have one last thing, and that is one final shout-out to GD Sands for helping us out in the lightning round. And shout-out to um, Emperor's Black... Emperor's Black Bones. God, I hope I said I'm that pretty right. pretty sure it's Emperor's Black Bones. <laughs> Bo- no, it's Bonaz, I promise you. <laughs> Bonaz, all right. Well, yes. whether you're Emperor's Black Bonaz <laughs> or Emperor's Black Bones, shout out to you guys. Indeed. So. Appreciate it. And uh, we will catch you guys later. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.